Hands up, everybody who is now heartily sick of the COVID pandemic. Not just me then. As the parent of a child who falls into one of the extremely clinically vulnerable group, we're all shielding. The dude is extremely vulnerable, mainly because of his lung issues. It's not actually his epilepsy that puts him at too high a risk, but the fact that he has serious problems with his respiratory system and a very long, convoluted and pretty grim history of ending up in critical care, needing either BiPAP ventilation or additional oxygen as a result of atypical pneumonias. As a result of this, although special needs kids and other kids with EHCPs are eligible to attend school, even during lockdown three, for the second time in living memory, this disorganised chaotic human being, that would be me by the way, um, is now having to attempt to homeschool a nine-year-old with profound and multiple learning difficulties. What could possibly go wrong? I'll tell you, we're on day three of doing this homeschool lock. I've already abandoned my son and his father in favour of putting together flat pack furniture and ripping wallpaper off the walls. Unfortunately, however, in order to survive this complete and utter bedlam, the husband and I have decided to take it in turns. So tomorrow, it's going to be up to me to try and educate my son. First of all, let me be clear. I teach university students for a living. I am good at it. I teach subjects I am fascinated by. So in theory, homeschooling should not be an issue. Allow me to be honest, folks. I can design a lab class for over 100 students design and organise an entire module complete with coursework, assessments and assignments. But when it comes to teaching my own nine-year-old, uh-uh, no can do. Teachers do not get the credit they deserve. Regardless of where they work, whether they are in early years, primary, secondary or further education, there is a phenomenal amount of thought and preparation involved in every single lesson. And even as somebody who has family members who previously worked as teachers, it was a shock to find out just how much preparation is needed. The dude's teachers are just out of this world. His form teacher in the space of 24 hours took what she'd planned for an entire term for very medically complex children, each of whom with very different learning needs and abilities. And she converted as much of that work as she could into individual learning plans. She included their timetable, suggestions for activities we could do with the children, links to music, to stories, to YouTube videos. So many different facets to help us to help our children. Bearing in mind this lady is also a mother herself and is now having to homeschool her own kids. She is a legend. On the other hand, this time we do at least have some experience. Lockdown 1 taught us a lot of things. Some of the most important things we learnt was that actually it's okay to take a step back. If all we manage homeschooling wise is the bare minimum physiotherapy, 
that our little lad needs daily. Reading stories together, playing board games, doing a little bit of homeschool, whether that's arts and crafts, doing a sensory story or singing along, doing actions with him, then that is enough. He will be fine. In fact, he's doing better than fine. Sam is thriving in this lockdown. He's happier than ever. His vocalisation is improving. He's making more sounds, different sounds, and he's using his hands more purposefully. So this time round, we're going to cut ourselves a little bit more slack. We have loads of resources, thanks to his teachers and Pinterest. If you haven't discovered Pinterest, my friends, I recommend you do. We don't need to do everything at once. To our fellow parents, if you're suddenly finding yourself having to be a teacher, be kind to yourself. We're not trained for this. It is a world of difference being a parent and trying to teach our children. Our best is going to be good enough. The kids really will be okay. Even during lockdown three, 